0: All right. So before we dive into our very first episode that we're really excited to bring you, we are just in a heavy week. It is election week. And as we record this, it's Wednesday night um, after the big election, technically yesterday, but we still don't have an outcome. Yep. And we just want to come on and make sure that we were connecting with you about how heavy this week has been. Um, our topic is fun this week. It's about girlfriends and our relationship with one another and you know fun but it's also goes pretty deep it does go deep (laughs) i guess i shouldn't leave it at just fun huh yeah yeah sometimes female friendships are tough and we talk about that too yeah um so but we did want to just kind of address the heaviness in the air
1: yeah i i think we're getting a huge practice in sitting with uncertainty right now but maybe by the time you listen to this podcast more will be certain because it'll be yeah. tomorrow. It, it's Wednesday night, yes. right? And so we're sitting here. We're like, you know what? We need to open a bottle of wine for this.
0: <laughs> 100%. Although we don't normally need an excuse to open a bottle of wine. No, but that's true. We love but good it's reasons. it's nice to have one. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope that you enjoy um, learning a little bit more about how we feel about female friendships, how we came to um, where we're at with our own female friendship and maybe some tough relationships we've had in the past that we can share about. We'd of course um, just want you to have an open mind to all the heaviness in the world. But the point is we actually also wanted to give you just a little break from all of it. Yeah,
1: A little bit of a, like I want a vacation from the news for a minute. So if you are feeling overwhelmed or just bogged down by everything going on or maybe you're, you're maybe by tomorrow things are positive for you but like here's the thing is we all need a little break from
0: the social media world and from the news world so we're hoping this is a little break for you so this next bit will have zero politics involved yeah we can promise you that there are no politics so enjoy and here we go Hey babe, we are here talking about female friendships today and we wanted to start out by sharing our own friendship. Um, I'm going to actually let Caitlin kick us off and let you know (laughs) how we became friends.
1: Yeah, so um, you know, I think it's so interesting, kind of the older you get, I feel like friendships change and I, I mean the way in which they start. Like I remember when I was young, you know, like on the playground or whatever and like in high school, it's like, oh, do you want, you know, do you want to be my best friend? Or like, yes. you just like sort of instantly like decide, like this person's going to be my BFF, right? And then over time, stuff happens, life happens, right? And and you learn, I think, to be more cautious. So I would say that your friendship and my friendship was a very like slow growth um, mm-hmm. and really intentional. So I'll just get into how we met. So very, At Mary's studio, Balance, um, I started going. I was postpartum
0: with, gosh, which one was it? Um, You would have been Alex. Alex, Yeah. Alex. Uh, I mean, it was, um, we started, the studio opened like four years ago. So, four years ago. So, four
1: years ago, I I was postpartum with Alex, baby number two, who was like 15 months apart uh, after Mia. So, like, I was very like postpartum and just needed to do something for myself again had been dying for a bar studio to come to town, and it did. And so I was like, I'm going to go check this place out. And I show up, and I just remember walking in and being like, oh. Like, it was just, (laughs) like, beautiful and clean and friendly and happy. And then Mary was there. And right away, I just felt a connection. And, agreed, it just felt like, okay, this is someone, like, you know, you would just – Reese and Alex were the same age. So Mm -hmm. right away, we connected on that. But I just felt really good vibes. Yeah. And then I just think from there, like, I kept showing up to work out, and I just, like, wanted to just, like, Tony. Well, and I
0: think, too, though, like, you're also somebody that people just get good vibes from, honestly. So I think I remember everybody was like, oh, who's Caitlin? So cool. Who's Caitlin? She's such a nice... (laughs) Yeah. That's
1: so funny And I think
0: people do naturally, like, gravitate towards you and your openness. You know, there's something about women who are just open to people I'm
1: an honest hot mess
0: (laughs) and I don't try and hide it (laughs) but who are just like there as themselves and there's just an instant comfort level yeah so like there was such an instant comfort level with you and while maybe we didn't like you know um give each other the half a heart bff necklaces right right away. damn it it, it. (laughs) <laughs> it felt so naturally that you know yeah. like it felt very um yeah, the vibe was just a really it was good
1: there, yeah, and I and I never remember like um gosh, it was maybe only six months after we had first met or, you know it was that summer, and I <laughs> had decided to take all three kids um <laughs> at like you know Alex and Mia were maybe four and two and three and Jack was a newborns or maybe two and three and Jack was a newborn. I don't even know. And uh, Tony was at the firehouse and I took the three kids to the fair by myself. What was I thinking? Who knows? I mean, just that
0: sentence alone was like, (laughs) you're superwoman.
1: I was like, hell bent on like, you know, we're going to live our life. Even when dad's at work, I'm not going to like do this whole, like not live our life thing. And so I had, uh, You know, a fun time at the fair. (laughs) But anyways, as we're leaving, you know, every kid had, like, their ice cream cone. Everybody was crying. Full meltdown. And I went into, like, a mommy meltdown. And I was about to, like, I remember feeling that I was going to lose it. And I saw Mary and her husband Chad's face. And they, like, happened to just be there. They were coming to the fair with Reese. You know, their their one child at the time. And everything (laughs) was, like, perfectly, like, put together. And I'm like, here's, I'm such a shit show. And I just burst into tears. And right away, you, like, t- you were just like, it's okay, what can we do? And you, like, walked me to my car, Chad folded up the stroller, put all the <laughs> stuff in the car for me, helped put the kids in the car seat, and, like, sent me on my way. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, that is exactly what I needed in that moment. And you're Yeah, here, you're totally. It's che- I,
0: I know. Well, it's, it's so funny because I remember it's, walking away and Chad being like, I said something like, oh, that was so nice of you to, you know, yeah, put all stuff. Was, and he was like, and he was even like, Like, he must have also felt how important my connection was with you because he was, like, trust me, there are plenty of people that we've seen in a hot mess situation where (laughs) we're like, keep walking, hurry, walk (laughs) faster, (laughs) get to the gate so we can be in there. And I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but, you know, there's there's a closeness with people and I was, and it was just so this, like, real life moment. Yeah. And also, I think knowing, too, and especially now that we've gotten to know Tony even better over the years. Yeah. Like, he, you guys would do that in heart it was just oh, such yeah. a mutually um it was just such this a, mutual realization of like where our friendship was at and that yeah. was like, like how wonderful it was
1: and i was just like i remember you know i just felt so like touched is such a cheesy word in that moment but i was like that's exactly what i needed yeah and it just felt like I knew that Chad. I just felt the sense that like you guys weren't going to walk away and be like, "Oh my god," but you were like, "Oh man, she's struggling." No, we were like, like "I hope that they help hard. us in a year
0: because I think I was pregnant with war." You know, yeah. It's just, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that's where I felt a shift in like how close I felt to you, which is it's like, it's not a surprise, right? Because that like vulnerable moment happened, and I think in female friendships, any friendship, if you don't have. The ability to be vulnerable and open and honest, like you can't
0: ever go deeper. I mean, like, can we just have a pause on that yeah. for a second? <laughs> How do you ever go deeper with a woman in a female friendship when you can't actually go deep with them? Yeah and isn't that like the whole when you don't feel
1: safe to or you feel like you're going to get judged or, like you
0: like you can trust them with whatever is going on in your life and there's no judgment mm-hmm. but in fact there's just support and help that you actually need not their kind of support you know like yeah i mean what if i had told you that day like uh just just go back into the fair and i'm just going to take your kids home or you yeah. know it's like Yeah, you I mean, have I just to, needed to like get out of you there you just wanted as to go quick as possible yeah, yeah yeah been there too since then so (laughs) like I you know and you just want somebody to help you with with what you actually need Mm -hmm. and um I think that's so much of what both the joy and the trouble of adult female friendship is because so many friendships tend to and I'm only speaking from experience now like they're not meeting you maybe where you're Mm -hmm. at and I can try to help a friend as much as I want but if I'm not right if I'm not being a good support to her either like that friendship's not going to go deeper for her either, right? So regardless of where I'm at or where she's at or whatever it may be, but you know, female friendships can be really hard. They can be really hard, and
1: I do think that um, a lot of it maybe stems from, like, not to get too therapisty here, but like maybe oh, stems- please,
0: people <laughs> people want you to get therapisty.
1: Maybe stems from our childhood like wounds, right? Of like uh, female friendships early on when it was really all about like what you looked at all, like on the outside and how popular or not popular you were, what music you liked or how you dressed. And so there was instant comparison or sort of this like sizing up process. And I feel like as we get older, we sometimes it takes us time to like let go of that process. Mm-hmm. So we're sizing each other up and especially when you become... I don't think it's just for moms. I think it's for any women. There's a side. I think up it's a process. straight up adult situation. Up adult, yeah. And so um, I think you you only can achieve quality female friendships when you're willing to let go of that sizing up process and show up. I guess what I'm saying is just be vulnerable. And doesn't yeah. mean you have to like spill your guts right away, but um, be like, hey, look, I'm not perfect. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have struggles too, you know, but that's where so
0: much of your own security has to come into play. And that can be its own challenge, right? Like such a challenge as we're getting older. I mean, I'm going to be 40 in March and I feel like of course the most me I've ever been, but it's also because I've gotten to a point now where like, you know, what people think of me doesn't, doesn't matter per se, but I also have started to remove the people that I feel like Mm -hmm. don't think of me very well Mm -hmm. or don't give me a good vibe, right? Like,
1: yeah and I think what i what I hear you say, which I can totally resonate with is like i we care about what people think about us when we when those people are dear to us, and of- those people are people we admire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When they're people that we don't admire, maybe because they're not like what does Brene Brown say? like if you're not in the ring, right with me, like I don't like I don't know there was some awesome quote she has like unless you're in the ring, like fighting and throwing punches, like, I don't need your opinion. I yeah. don't need your feedback. Life yeah. is hard. And we're in the ring living it. And so when people are sitting in the cheap seats, that's what she said, kind of like throwing <laughs> out their advice and opinion. Like, yes, what does it actually mean? Like, we, you know, um, we, we care about what people think when we respect them and admire them. And we know they're 100%. just doing their best, too. Now, when people are just like... You know, the people who are like ugh, in the grocery store who were like blowing their eyes at you as you're like giving into your kid's bribe. Like, I don't give a shit what you think, Karen, because you don't have maybe you had three kids 20 years ago and they were all
0: probably perfect. Not like mine. I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, I'm sure they were perfect.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: I know exactly what you mean. And, but it is. But I, I feel like I've also gotten to this point where like I'm ready or I've been ready. And it's happened over these last 10 years where those relationships have just. Starting yeah. to leave my life because they're no longer welcome you don't feed them anymore I don't yeah. feed them anymore and therefore you're exactly to what you said because I don't have that same respect for the people mm-hmm. those people that are maybe judging me or maybe I just feel like they're judging me which counts in itself yeah then then yeah then you get to a point and where you're not like an overly sensitive
1: person absolutely. no so like, if you yeah. feel like I would never describe you as a really sensitive so like yeah. if you and I mean you're sensitive and feeling yeah, like, but you're not, not like a someone who's like oh what do they think of me like oh, yeah. like you could kind of give two shits. So literally like, I think if you like are able to say that like yeah even I struggled with that at one point in my life and as I'm growing and getting like I, you know I'm letting go of that. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Okay, so why do you think then that um, people have this has been a topic Kaylin and I keep throwing back and forth at each other about who we've chosen mm. to hang with during COVID.
1: It's so interesting, right?
0: It is such a study in itself I want to do with people. Yeah. Really. I mean, why? So everybody can kind of think about this on their own. The people that you've chosen to kind of stick around or that have been part of, that have gone into your bubble with you. The
1: COVID bubble. Your
0: COVID bubble. (laughs) Why have you chosen them? And, and, or have you maybe chosen some of the wrong people and you want (laughs) to... Covid's probably not going anywhere for a little while, right. but you can still choose Ready different start people. Like, Let's re- start a new Let's bubble. Refresh our bubble. Yeah, yeah, literally hit the refresh on yeah. the bubble. But I know, like, for so actually, to wrap up our conversation or the story about us, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, and that will and that will uh, <laughs> sink, right so fun, <laughs> sink right into this. We
1: kind of forgot. Sink
0: right into this. Caitlin and I did a podcast on her um, own personal podcast with Living Well with Caitlin. And we had so much fun doing it. And we'd kind of – I know that the thought crossed both of our minds before that of, like, gosh, yeah. how else could we do something like this together? Like, this would be a fun. And when we did that on her own on her own podcast, which you should go um, check out her Living Well with Caitlin podcast, um, it felt so natural and so easy that we were like, oh, man. Yeah. I think we should do more of this. Yeah. Because um, – we were both kind of frustrated with some people that we'd been following in the podcast world who we felt like had been a little bit dishonest about mm-hmm. their lives. Um, people who said that they were kind of just sharing it all and we found out, you know, later without naming any names that they were um, – <laughs> that they actually were like living very different lives and what they were revealing or what they claim to be revealing on their podcast. And it was frustrating, you know, it's like
1: hashtag authentic, but like, yeah, hashtag not really. Yeah. You know what I mean? How about stop
0: lying to us because you're making us feel like we're falling short Mm -hmm. and that sucks. Mm
1: -hmm. Whether it was the perfect friendships or the perfect marriage or the perfect careers. Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: we were sitting there, we were sitting there like, yeah, well, why can, how come these people can just keep kind of putting out these BS podcasts and making everybody feel like they're falling short. And why can't we do a real one? Yeah. So that's.
1: <laughs> a real one. And it's not based on toxic positivity, which we'll get into another time. Yeah, not based on like everything's perfect and great or you need to get up at 5 a.m. every day. Yeah. And do this workout or else you're going to fall short. Like, yeah. Like that's not Or like life.
0: I date my husband every week and we have such an mm-hmm. amazing relationship and like we're, you I know. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would. Date my husband every week if he would just pour me a glass of champagne when he got home. Right, I mean, I was...
1: right or hire the babysitter somehow and amidst all this COVID deaths. There's you know? just real it's life just the though that goes on. Of it would still be on us to yes, plan the date.
0: Yes, know? so we do this podcast. We're in this mo- moment of like, why don't we just be the real people then? If like nobody else, if we yeah. feel like people aren't being very real, let's just be the real people. So that's where we got um, to doing the podcast. But then we also found that during COVID, um, our kids were really enjoying being together and our bubble just kind of became our own. And that worked so much more magnificently than we thought it was going to. Not that we planned it out, but I think it just, again, it was natural and easy. Mm. Our husbands get along. We get along really well. Our kids get along, except they're always screaming and fighting, but whatever. They get along like siblings, (laughs) (laughs) but they get along just like kids. Yeah. A lot of my turn. Yeah. Um, And... And we just really realized. I think we took a step back and we're like, "Whoa, we like inadvertently, almost accidentally, and so beautifully picked each other to be in a bubble with." Yeah, right. Like yeah, it we wasn't never a, talked
1: about, it. never discussed it. It was just it. a sort of thing that happened. It
0: just kind of morphed together.
1: Yeah, and then and then you know we live close enough that we can walk to each other's house. So that's really, that makes it easy. easy. Uh, Mary and I have our special um, wine glasses that we can carry to and fro. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It just has felt really like a natural um, transition for us to kind of, not transition, but just kind of continual what was already growing to get closer and closer. And I, and I thought that was an interesting topic too, Mary, because it's like, Um, COVID in the beginning, it was super lockdown mode. I mean, you know, we didn't see anyone for quite a while. And then slowly you start to figure out like, okay, our, we need socialization. Our kids need socialization, but we're going to have to do this in a way that's smart. And I was like, you know, I think some of it's convenience who you end up hanging out with, but I think it's so much more than that. Like,
0: I think there's a deeper meaning to this whole thing. Yeah. Like
1: if I'm going to have to like pick and choose who I'm going to be with, like, I want it to be people that like. That I, I don't know, that I know I, um, We'll really have, like, a a rich relationship it.
0: like, all of a sudden, doesn't it become like a, like, okay, so if you're going to get stranded on a desert island, yeah (laughs) who are you going to that desert island with? You know, like, you can only pick one friend. And
1: don't you think it has to do with, like, for us, because being parents, too, like, parenting styles and, like, values. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel like, you know, if you're going to be with somebody a lot, with a family in particular a lot. Totally. You know, you can have girlfriendships that have nothing to do with family. But if you're going to be together as a family, like, and your kids are going to be exposed to each other and the parenting like it, you want it to feel to feel like like extinct. an extension yeah. too
0: of what the way that you're parenting yeah. and the way that your style is at home yeah. yeah yeah totally yeah so so that's just kind of like a food for thought for a second yeah who have you chosen to who- be in your Bubble and-, and
1: why? Like, have you ever thought about why? You know, I yeah. think that's a good question for us all to think about. I think you and I are kind of processing it all in real time right now. Yeah, we haven't actually fully talked about this. And so I think it's interesting. So maybe if you think about that for yourself and, and what it means to you and why and or do you want to reconsider? Right? Yeah. Like- How is it working for you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Or also, because I love some good gratitude, like, are you in a place where, like, your bubble is working really well for you? Like, my bubble is working really well yeah. for me right now, and you're just like, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Like, thanks for being part of my bubble. Because, totally. you know, this time of in our lives, this season, just sucks. Yeah. But um, maybe some gratitude for the things that are working, like the people you've chosen your bubble. And maybe it's time to choose some new people, like she's saying, or maybe it's time to to mm-hmm. finally get a bubble or whatever yeah, it's like, going to be. Like we need human interaction. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, I, I've i
1: seen so many people in the work that I do with debilitating anxiety um, because they're so afraid of COVID, which I get. Mm. It's really something to fear, right? I'm not downplaying yeah. it. But I think within – reason there are things that we can do to live our life a little bit and socialization and whatever way shape or form you can get it is just so important yeah the people that are doing the least i think are struggling the most with
0: absolutely
1: well they're isolated it makes sense right we aren't meant to like go this alone you know yeah
0: yeah but so so Is that your sweet way of encouraging them to maybe?
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's my therapist way of saying, "Come on, like, yeah, you
0: know, and find a bubble,
1: find a bubble, find a bubble, find people you trust." And I think within reason, because I know Mary and Chad, we talk about this too. Like, you guys take a risk on us because Tony's a fireman, yeah, a firefighter, so he's he's totally at risk more often than most people you would come in contact with. However, um, you guys are like, okay, well that's a risk we're willing to take knowing that he's as careful as he can be. And he gets tested really frequently. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, you got to have those conversations and I think it takes a closeness or a yeah, trust. A true trust, have a true
0: issues. trust. Like I know how Tony behaves in his life. So yeah. I trust his behavior. Right. Do like you? you do as a family. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I trust I his behavior at work. <laughs> Thank you. Let's trust rephrase that. If you're at work. Yeah. No, I trust Tony 110%. Yeah. So that's not a concern <laughs> of mine. Um, okay. So that was Caitlin's gentle way and in my, in my more forceful yes. way because I'm not a licensed therapist. Go get your bubble. Yeah. If go you get don't your have bubble. a bubble, go get your bubble.
1: Yeah. And find good people for that bubble. Yeah. If there's, like we said in our intro, if there aren't people that make you feel fabulous at your table, find a new table.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So what about just female friendship in general? Like, from point A to where we're at right now, have you found any struggles, any yeah. things that you have learned along the way?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, gosh, so much, right? I, I, think, I mean, <laughs> so much.
0: I'm like, and you have four minutes. No, just kidding. Yeah, but, right? like, how long really could we talk about this for hours and hours and hours? Hours and hours. Female but friendship. what I will
1: say is that in high school, I chose to have a lot of guy friends and
0: i <gasps> me too did didn't know this about oh you oh my gosh Okay. i couldn't trust any girls in high school i
1: really felt the same and i think um i think part of it was being raised with brothers like you were um and just understanding boys a little bit better um <clears throat> and not fully understanding like the gold school ugh, the girl drama not not fully understanding the girl drama situation yeah um you know I had a couple close girlfriends but anyways largely chose boys and I got criticized a lot for that I think by girls Same. In high school. Did you?
0: yeah they're
1: like you know like you just like the boys or whatever and it truly just felt more comfortable to me yeah and then as I got older I you know into college and stuff of course got closer with with girls because just I mean that's what happens right mm-hmm. and um so I had one best friend, the one really good girl best friend from high school that carried on into college. We lived different places and um, kept a really long, long friendship. And um, that was it. That was the most important friendship in my life for a really long time. And you know, um, that, that's a whole nother story in and of itself. <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of heartbreak too when you when you lose a friendship. Absolutely, or a friendship ends and. So like without going into too much detail and all that, just because I don't want to share anybody else's story. But my story is that I was completely heartbroken when that friendship ended. Yeah. Um, I was, it was after my wedding. So, I mean, this is a friendship from 15, age 15 through age 32. And, um, and I remember after that point, like you're just sort of like head down. Like I was it was actually after I had Mia. So it was head down first baby, just parent mom mode. I needed a best friend more than ever, but yep. didn't have that anymore. Um, not blaming anyone, you know, I just, yeah, yeah. I, I totally think it just is a life circumstance. And, uh, then I just kind of like gave up. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this myself. I'm going to count on my mom. I'm going to count on like the, the people that I have in my life. And, um, I did, you know, luckily have one of my best friends still to this day, Allie, who's been there for me through and through, but we just were like in a little bit of different seasons in our life. Me and my husband are like, we we are best friends. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I needed it. But now that I look back, I really, really did. Yeah. So, and then, you know, now I'm really working on and with you and um, with other women in my life, mostly you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Our bubble (laughs) small. Really working on investing in female friendships again because
0: yeah.
1: it's just so important.
0: I think so much of like like when you said that, that you really needed a friend after you had your, your first baby. And I yeah. feel like if I look back, like I had the same similar situation yeah. like growing up, but then as I became an adult, Friendships maybe got a little bit easier with women, if you will, like than they were as like girls, because mm-hmm. like girls are just so. Why are girls so mean to each other? That's a whole nother That's a thing. Whole other thing. That's a whole and other need thing. We need to do
1: better for our girls. We'll, we we'll need to do better for our girls, and we
0: will be doing better for our girls. Yeah. But um, I don't know, because by the time you kind of become like a quote unquote woman, you know you've you've probably battled through some things. You've got some perspective in life. You're maybe a little bit kinder than you were when you were mm-hmm. a little girl, and so some people hopefully, was, hopefully, mm-hmm. <laughs> some are worse. Yeah. But, <laughs> Um, it it seemed a little bit easier, at least to like get along with some women, but I wasn't like, I wasn't getting like deeper into like, I had like a couple of really good friendships that are still really good friendships and they were always deep friendships. They were never not deep, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, but when, after I had my first baby, I found that I lost several friendships. Mm. So, and I think it was people not being in the same place as me. And so I felt a lot of judgment, like, why can't you balance out your time and me like you did before you oh, had the baby? Yeah. Oh Forget my gosh, it,
1: though. You know, why like do people
0: think that that's going to
1: And these for even are these people that have babies or uh, had, had babies at that
0: point? Well, they'd had babies before. So now me, they, like well before me. So
1: now their babies are like 5 and 6,
0: even older. And, and they're just like what like can you what's going on? Can you you know, why, yeah. why does our friendship have to change just because you had a baby and yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, remember when you had a baby and I was like You're I could in be the <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, but I found that I like, and, then they, you and I didn't like a new like. That was also kind of detrimental to those friendships, yeah. right? I got married and moved away from everything I that was like my daily life as like a single girl. You built there,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And so then I felt I do feel like a lot of my um, close relationships, and that's with some family too, because I I am very fortunate to come from a big family and really close. Yeah. You know, with all do my we have cousins, a ton
1: of cousins, yeah, tons.
0: And um but they I felt like they were like, geez, you just dropped us like a hot potato, you know, mm-hmm. like we were all so close and we we're doing things all the time and and even looking back, like I didn't have the bandwidth to go to maintain those and no, my new don't. marriage, and like, and then having a baby. Well, then, then battling trying to get pregnant for years, and like, you yeah, know,
1: fertility. That like
0: weird mo- um, time when you're doing that and you're like not telling people, and it's not even because you want to be secretive. It's just because you're like so nervous about what's going to happen, and yeah. And then you have the baby, and then pe- you, you know, have like
1: five million questions from people, yes. and like judgments and this and that. Oh, have you tried this? Yeah. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. I mean, and geez, mom, you know,
0: the whole mom shame and like what I can tell you. So I felt, I felt like I kind of, I just, a lot of relationships shifted big time when I both got married and then when I had a baby. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like I was kind of in the same place where you were, which was like, um, I'm kind of done with this for a bit. Yeah. Like I just, I, I still am very fortunate to have a couple of really good girlfriends from back when we were, Um, like younger, like high schoolish, but we became better friends as we got older, so that was cool. But they don't live here, and I miss them dearly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just been a really interesting, and I feel like I'm also at a place now where I'm like, I'm ready for a girlfriend again.
1: Yeah, you know, like I'm ready for this, and and then there you were. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like seasons in life, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like maybe you just when you have new babies, if you're lucky enough. Um, or or whatever, you're going through a big transition in your life, if you're lucky enough to have women in that moment in your life who are there for it and who yeah. don't expect you to, like, just be able to do all the things, like, that's amazing. But yeah. that's, that wasn't my story after having, same thing, after getting married and having babies. I think we had a couple really close friends between Tony and I, you know, um, that we did a lot of things with, which was nice, but I didn't feel because they weren't my original friendships. Mm-hmm. I, I love them dearly, but they weren't my original friendships. I didn't feel that same level of connection. So, yeah. um, you know, I think you get to a point where you're just sort of ready to, uh, you come out of that season of just, Real, I mean, you're in it because you just have you have a five month old. Yeah, but I'm like just, just I'm mentally it's your moving third. on. It's really different with
0: your third. You know it's what my mean? third baby, so I've moved on. Yeah, I'm I've, in another.
1: Yeah, and you're just ready for like um, that that solid connection yeah. again.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um, we can let's let's talk about where we should go from here, right? We don't want to just leave everybody hanging or yeah. even ourselves. I know, let's we challenge can talk ourselves too. About this. We could talk for literally ever. Um, we do most days, so. <laughs> Um, but let's talk about where we go from here. How are the female friendships in your life? Where do you feel like they are serving you well? Where do you feel like maybe they're falling short or gosh, God forbid, not, um, not making you feel great in your life, right? Mm -hmm. If there's anything that's negative about them, um,
1: if you feel like you're in constant like, comparison with each other. Yes. That, there's nothing worse.
0: Yes. If you automatically don't feel good for a friend that has something wonderful happen to them, you may want to revisit that friendship. Yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's a really good point. That's,
0: like, a check-in that I always do with myself. Like, yeah. I, it's very rare for me to feel like, Oh, really? She's yeah. that just happened to her. If I feel that, I'm like this isn't a healthy relationship for me cuz I'm not I need to check that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Haven't felt that in a long time, but I but that is a that's a check-in for me. That's yes. like a hey, you know, you don't have I'm like all about what your motivation is yeah. and if your motiv- if my motivation even isn't good if I'm like Oh man! Yeah, I don't feel, and
1: that's so unlike you because you're the one. It's who's so like, hey, unlike hey, me. Let me edit this thing for you. Like, <laughs> uh, let me what? Let me help you with your website for free. Just but that's usually, nice.
0: but that's usually like a good like. Mm, this isn't a safe place for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's there's true. some point of comparison that you're feeling here. That's not there's
1: some instability in the relationship. Hundred
0: percent. Yeah, and that's just got to go.
1: Yeah, it's got to go.
0: <laughs> so, um, so. We do want to challenge you guys. Think about your female friendships. Where are you at? We'd we love about ours, right? <laughs> yes. We'd love to welcome you into our bubble, but we're not allowed to because it's COVID right now. But- so we'll welcome you into this bubble. Yes. And so we want to keep the conversation going on Instagram, Facebook. Let us know what you think. Do you have a friendship story to share with us? We would love to hear all of it. I promise you we are looking at all of those things and we're happy to respond and, um, Aside from that, we hope that your friendships are fabulous because you are and that's what you deserve. And we will see you soon. Yeah. Later, babes.